Welcome to Day One Podcast. I'm your host, Mo. This is episode number two of the Day One Podcast. As we all know by now, this is by the people, for the people, what some like to call the People's Podcast. I like to call it Day One. We have a lot to get to. The Miami Dolphins, we have breaking news coming out of Houston and more. To start the show, I want to take a moment and say here at Day One, our thoughts and prayers are still with Demar Hamlin and his family which is progressing really well. He is waking up, he's facing his teammates, and is in great spirits. We have gotten through another week, a pretty grim week for the sports world, so to speak, and the events that took place on Monday Night Football. I'm not going to speculate or lay any opinion on the situation in the name of respect for DeMar and his family. The only thing I want to say is, us as humans, when something drastic happens, we know how to pull together and root for what's actually important. And with that being said, we're going to get to your favorite segments. That's the day one review. Who's the man of mayhem of the week, which we're going to take it a step further this time around. We're going to go with two nominations, one being Naheem Hines, the other Donovan Mitchell. And we're also going to get to my favorite segment. That is must watch and not must watch all of that coming up next on day one. Before I get into actual sports, something that has been all over my Twitter feed, and that is Skip and Shannon. Um, they have been trending basically all week, not because of any sports take, but due to Skip's controversial tweet and what some people have stated, Skip's blatant disrespect towards his co-host, Shannon Sharp. I'm going to go ahead and read the tweet, and I quote, Skip Bayless says, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. And Skip, he... he he received so much backlash after that tweet was sent out by former players of the NFL. I'm basically saying like, hey, you're, you're a sick individual. Um, I think Des Bryant also tweeted, um, former Dallas Cowboys wide receiver. And initially, I, I felt I felt pretty bad after reading those tweets of what people were saying to him and saying about him. Um, I don't think he was trying to come off as insensitive in that moment. I think it just was released a little too soon. He should have never tweeted it that fast in the wake of what just happened. I think all of the focus and the energy should have been towards DeMar Hamlin in that um, aspect. But um, here's how Undisputed kicked off on Wednesday. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation of why I wasn't on air yesterday, and I won't get into speculation or conjecture or innuendo, but I will say this. In watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So they struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily, and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yep. Time out. Time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. finish. Let me, All right. Okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. Let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back, Skip. Well, I thought, Skip, just let I, 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 I was going to bring no, up. No, this. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where DeMar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into okay. your not get into your uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No. Clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanation. So clearly, no, they did not have nobody. Let's go, Jay. 
thoughts and prayers remain with Demar Hamlin. That's where the focus should have been, and continues. not on the football game. Yes, let's go, Jim. Thank you. And if you watch First Take or Undisputed for a TV show, a sports show, a show that's generating and talking about sports and deliberating sports like myself, that's a hard watch. Man, I, I, I love undisputed i've been listening and watching undisputed for the longest my favorite rapper he does a theme song he comes on the show that's Lil wayne um the wayne michael carter new orleans own um but yeah this is a show that we all simply enjoy and skip and shannon they did get into arguments before but it never was this bad they got into one regarding tom brady um skip was defending tom brady shannon was saying brady is not all that of a good quarterback anymore maybe he's beginning to be a little bit washed um they got into a huge argument and shannon ended up taking off his glasses and then skip is like put your glasses back on and it just went on from there so we're going to go ahead and move um past that we did have a big sports weekend it was double header saturday we had the kansas city chiefs at las vegas raiders yes the raiders playing vegas this year with having a lot to play for that is the chiefs Patrick Mahomes throws a bomb, I mean a major bomb, on the second play of the game, eventually scoring on that drive with a shovel pass to Jerick McKinnon. The Derek Carr error seems to be over in Vegas, unfortunately. Jared Stidham had the start against the Chiefs, which I think he did pretty well against the arguably the best defense in the league, that San Francisco 49ers. But he struggled, he struggled against the Chiefs defense and gave up six sacks with four minutes left in the fourth quarter. The final score there was Chiefs 31, Raiders 13. The Chiefs clinched the number one seed, and they will get a first-round bye. And you also had the game that would decide the winner of the AFC South. You had the Jaguars going up against the Titans in Duval. And a game that I originally thought, like I came into this game, I watched the entire game. But before the game, I, I thought that this would be a signature performance from Trevor Lawrence that would bring them into that AFC title, um, the AFC South title. But it wasn't. It was a defensive stand down, and the defense came up big. Dobbs is hit from behind. The ball's out. They're calling this a fumble at the moment, and the return by Allen for the touchdown. Jenkins hit Dobbs, and for now, it's a touchdown. And that touchdown actually stood up. The final score was Jacksonville Jaguars 20. Tennessee Titans 16 and the Jacksonville Jaguars have one day FC South and they are in the playoffs this season. And coming up next, you have your day one review. And here is your day one review segment. I got some messages about the Gravanta versus Hector Garcia fight. Garcia, he was actually complaining to his corner that he wasn't able to see. And he also wasn't able to answer the bell at round nine, giving Davis a TKO victory to retain his secondary WBA lightweight title. The story that came out of the fight wasn't just necessarily the fight. It was what was going on in the crowd. You had rapper Meek Mills getting into it with a professional boxer, Gary Russell Jr., which caused a commotion in the crowd. And the fight was actually paused for a few moments due to the commotion. And that is all for that segment. We're going to go ahead and get to your Miami Dolphins. Your Miami Dolphins are in the playoffs. They are 9-8. They beat the New York Jets. And just before we dive into the game, I, I wanted to bring up the whole Mike McDaniel and Brian Flores situation. Brian Flores, he was a great coach. I like Brian Flores personally. But he was not sold on tour. Like the reports that you were hearing about him 
wanting to go after Deshaun Watson. That that was completely true. He wasn't so. Even someone that had all of these sexual allegations against him, um, he had a whole bunch of court stuff going on, and Brian Flores still wanted him. Brian Flores still called Deshaun Watson. He still has phone conversations with Deshaun Watson while Tua was his quarterback. So moving on from Brian Flores, the Miami Dolphins did, they hired Mike McDaniel. And from the start, Mike McDaniel was sold on Tua. He believed in Tua. He showed that on the field. He also showed that off the field. And on the field, you've seen the difference between Tua playing with Brian Flores to playing with Mike McDaniel, right? And Tua had basically almost an MVP season. He was a MVP candidate for the most part of the season. So I, I'd rather run with that. And then he also got, well, Mike McDaniel, he also got us into the playoffs, um, speaking of the Miami Dolphins. Um, but here's your slate of games for Super Wildcard Weekend. You have San Francisco versus the Seattle Seahawks. You got the Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, um, Dallas Cowboys, and Tampa. Wow. I said that last week. Cowboys in Tampa. Brady versus Dak. We'll see what happens there. You have the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's going to be a good one. You also have New York Giants versus Minnesota. And Baltimore versus Cincinnati. Going back to the actual Dolphins game. The Dolphins ended up winning that game 11-6. to It was a defensive standdown. I don't really like defensive standdowns in the NFL. I love them in NBA. I love those low-scoring defensive standouts where you get a block on one end of the court and another block on the other end. That's fun basketball to me. I don't like all of the three-point shooting, which is part of the game this time, this time around, well, in this era. But thanks to Steph Curry. But um, back to the actual Dolphins game. We had Skylar Thompson. He went for 20 for 31, 152 yards. Joe Flacco, 18 for 33, 149 yards. Not much to see there. No touchdowns. Um, no touchdowns throughout the entire game. The game was just defense. Um, it was on a matter of who made the biggest play. And I think the Dolphins did make the biggest play um, down the stretch. And that's why your Dolphins is going to the playoffs. And speaking of playoffs, I don't think Skylar Thompson nor Teddy Bridgewater starts for the Dolphins next week. I think two is coming back. I mean, you had two and a half weeks off. Um, you're out of you've been out of concussion protocol. You was able to be activated last week, um, the last game. So I think Tua comes back. I, I almost can guarantee you Tua is going to come back and play this game against Buffalo. We have some breaking news here out of Houston. Um, Lovey Smith, he was fired last night, um, Sunday night, um, after finishing. 313 and one in his first season. And this is a reoccurring occurrence. This is something that happened last year with coach David Cully. He was fired as well last year, um, the year before. So this is Houston. You guys have a coach, a coaching carousel is, is what it's called. Yeah. That's a coaching carousel. It's something where you just keep firing your head coaches. And Lovey Smith, he never had a chance. That team was a complete bismarck from the beginning. Um, they didn't draft well. They didn't do free agency well. It's just been a bismarck there in Houston. Um, hopefully that situation gets better. But um, Lovey Smith has been fired for your Houston Texans. And that is your breaking news. Let's jump into the next segment, which is something that I've been I'm excited for. Um, this is the Men of Mayhem segment. It's. It's been a pretty hard week to determine the Men of Mayhem. 
due to the two nominations we have. That is running back Naheem Hines, and you also have Donovan Mitchell. All right. So the reason why Naheem Hines is on the nominations is because at the very start of the Buffalo Bills game, Naheem Hines, he scored a kickoff return. It was a 96-yard kickoff return to give Buffalo a 7-0 lead in Sunday's win over the Patriots. Hines wasn't done. He had a second kickoff for a score in the second half, which was a 101-yard touchdown that flipped a Bills deficit to a lead and eventually a victory. And then you have your other nomination, which is Donovan Mitchell. He had 71 points. And unfortunately for Naheem Hines, we have to give this award to Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan Mitchell is your man of mayhem of the week. He scored 71 points. Here's the final moments that led to the historical 71-point game. He's going into victory. Mitchell looks for 70. Wow. A sight to behold. I never thought I would witness something like this. Someone scored 70 points under this league. He can't stop smiling, Brad. He was playing fantastic basketball. Wow. An ear to ear grid on that line, and there it is. Season in Cavalier wine and gold in front of this crowd. Here in downtown Cleveland, goes for 71 points as the Cavs roar from behind and take out the Bulls by the final of 145-134 again. An electrifying, a breathtaking, a dazzling, a phenomenal performance. Not a words, Brad. So the, the thing is with that is that the way that we come up with who wins or who doesn't win is that they do that in order to win the game where you causing mayhem and also won the game because of your mayhem. And that's why the man of mayhem award is so prestigious on this little, little podcast. Um, but no, seriously, they both did enough to win the game. Donovan Mitchell himself, he put his team ahead in the fourth quarter, they came back from a deficit, and they actually won a game, and that's why he is your man of mayhem of the week. And you had a thriller in Miami. Your Miami Heat um, played against the Brooklyn Nets on Saturday night, and that was a that was a great game. The first quarter closing segments of the first quarter, you had Gabe Vincent hitting the three um, at the end of the quarter, and th- that entire game was great. It was backwards and forwards the entire game. Um, Kevin Durant he ended up scoring 17 points um, and had five rebounds and two assists. And for your Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler had 26 points, eight rebounds, one assist. Bam Adebayo, he had 10 points, eight rebounds, and two assists. Hero, 24 points, four rebounds, two assists. Kyle Lowry, Mike Lowry, four points, four assists, five rebounds, not much there. Um, the Victor Oladipo, he has been balling um, those past the past couple of games. He didn't do much this game, but he has been doing a great job. Um, that is pretty much it for your Miami Heat. We do have a game tomorrow against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Oklahoma City Thunder is that game starts at 7:30 Eastern Time, 6:30 Central. And that is it for your Miami Heat. And we're going to get towards the end of the show. Yeah. 
we're going to go ahead and get into our final segment of the day that is must watch and not must watch we have two that is monday night raw um that's on the usa network tonight and then you also have the national championship monday night raw not must watch tonight um there's no championships on the line um but it, it should be a good show but it's just not must watch because we have bigger things you can watch that dvr sometime later but bigger things to worry about you have the national championship Georgia, this is their back-to-back championship. This is their second time in the championships within the last two years. Georgia is number one. They won last year. They're 14-0 this year. They're going head-to-head against TCU, which is 13-1. They're the number three seed. And that should be a hell of a game. And we will see what happens tonight. We all will be tuned in because that is must-watch. Here we are at the end of the episode. Thank you for all the likes, comments, and subscriptions. Day One Podcast will be a success and is available on all podcast platforms. That's Apple, Spotify. I'm your host, Mo. This was real fun for me. And if you don't learn anything from the show, please know this. This podcast is for the people, by the people. Some would like to call it the People's Podcast. I like to call it Day One Sound of Music. (laughs) 